the rearview mirror. We all got a lot to eat. Maybe we had a little fun. The Lakers lost the game. We've got Laker tickets to give away today. It's a pretty exciting Tuesday morning, I got to tell you. What kind of connections do you have to get Laker tickets? Like, who do you know? I'm just curious here. Alan because, Sliwa? Yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> that's not helping. You're not getting in. You're not getting in. Let's just say yeah, that. I'm here. I'm here with Slee said I could just show up and you'd let me in. That won't work. <laughs> Sir, uh, go back to the end of the line and go get. make sure you're vaccinated, okay? Hey, 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 uh, I'm here with Slee. Uh, he said that if I show up here like 10 minutes before, you'd have me uh, down on the court. Is that, you know, wh- where should I go? What's the deal? Like, how do we do this? How do we do this? What's going on, Trap? I'm feeling good, Slee. I'm feeling less good than I was, uh, you know, going into game four, but I'm feeling pretty good. How was your weekend? I, I had a pretty good time. Got a little golf, got a little sun, got a little, uh, just a little, little bit of everything. It was pretty good. Did you uh, did you end up going up to Santa Barbara? I didn't. I, I punted on it. However, I, I don't want to give it away because I know everybody's waiting, but I do have an update on that in the dump that we'll get to okay. uh, a, a little bit later on. So, yeah, no. But uh, I did get a couple of hot dogs in along the way, so that was good. Um, I think I went under, if I'm being honest. I think my under was – what did you guys set it at? Five we and a half? We put it at 11. 11. Yeah, well, I'm way under that. Way under that. If the number were three, no one believes I went you. under. Okay. Yeah, only only a couple along the way, but pretty good. How about you? Are you do you, you spend uh, like a weekend like this? Are you grilling a lot? Are you out in the backyard the entire time? I cooked a lot, but I didn't mm-hmm. grill a lot. If that makes sense, we we had a nice little dinner last night. Put some things together. I like to, I like to end the holiday with the big meal as mm. opposed to kind of start it. It's kind of the, at the back end. Yeah, I got I got too many kids stuff going along in the uh, the early part. But I went out and had a few beers. It was it was good. It was good. It was a good weekend. How about it's you? Good. It's kind of interesting. So what what we do? We do a show on Friday. Mm-hmm. Lakers didn't have a game till Sunday. Um, probably did too much dining out, but it is what it is. Just kind of enjoy. Do? Yeah, what are you going to do? Just go get some. Uh, and same thing, by the way. It was the, I think, actually, didn't I send you a text? I think I sent you a text about 4 o'clock on a Friday. Yeah, I, yep. I, I sure hope those are jokes, that you're not actually eating dinner no, at no, 4 no. o'clock on no, a Friday. No. 100% I am. <laughs> it's not a joke. And, again, kind of walked in like, uh, what's the kind of what's the deal with the situation here sitting-wise? They're like, well, as you can tell, nobody has sat down, and our chef hasn't even come in the back yet. <laughs> just got it? a guy doing the dishes and whatnot. All right, so let's let's get right to it. Like mm-hmm. we said, uh, I'm sure you've heard some promos. I know that you tweeted about it. I tweeted about it as well. We have Laker tickets to give away today. Yes, so sir. make sure that you're listening to the show. Uh, we're going to let you know when it's time. But uh, we have a pair of Laker tickets to give away for Game 6 on Thursday night. So make sure that you're with us um, as often as you can because you never know exactly when it's going to drop. Um, here's the deal, Slee. Yeah. 2-2, best of seven series. Game 5 pretty much means everything in these situations. The winner of Game 5 wins a little bit more than 80% of the time. That's the way that these things shake out. The Lakers have to go on the road. They have to do it without their best or second best player and Anthony Davis probably. We'll get into that mm-hmm. in a second. How are you feeling heading into this? Because I'll be honest, I do not love what I'm feeling right now going into game five. Well, listen, obviously on Sunday, um, we all thought the conversation was going to be very simple. Actually, I kept, if you remember, Trav, I kept talking about kind of merging both game three and game four together. Like, hey, yeah. they're not going back to Phoenix tied to a piece. It's just not going to happen. Bonk, bonk. So they, they take care of business on Thursday. And then on Sunday, Anthony Davis is out the second half, and Lakers, you know, they, they, when I say they look lost, what I'm referring to there is just this has been the case even when AD's been there at times. There's just no flow on offense. Like, there's never a time where you're sitting back and you're saying, wow, that was two really good quarters of Lakers basketball. Watch out for the late, whatever the case is. So Phoenix takes advantage of the situation. You got now a best of three set. 
Two of yep. them's going to be in Phoenix. The first one is tonight in Phoenix. Why and do I have to play at least probably one of those games without your most important piece, which is the the real kicker, right? So so AD still listed as questionable, but I think it's we'll see what happens. I would be more surprised he plays tonight than he doesn't. Yeah, I, I, if if he doesn't play, that would you know obviously I don't think it'd be too big of a shock. Why explain this to me, Trav? Why am I not that nervous? Like, shouldn't I be more nervous? So I should the, be. Well, should then be. this is a, an incredible role reversal because if you're the one that's feeling pretty good about this and you're typically the one that's a little bit more on edge game to game and I, okay. I'm usually the one that's a little bit more, hey, I, ultimately this is going to work out. This, this feels bad to me, and here's why. Here's I'm usually why, I'm usually like a, a pregnant mother, and you're usually just a frat guy at UCSB. So we got it. Everything's <laughs> like good. The, I'm like the grandmother. It's gonna be fine. You don't have to. <laughs> you can drop the baby. It's fine. She, they're, they're they're incredibly resilient. They'll be fine. Um, the two games that the Lakers have won, Anthony Davis has averaged 34 and 11. Yep. The two games that they've lost, he's averaged nine and six. The game one because he just didn't play well, and yep. then game four, of course, was he didn't play in the second half because he was hurt. So you don't have to be a statistician. You don't have to be a basketball analytics expert to understand that those are pretty glaring numbers. Those are the numbers that make me think that the Lakers are in big, big trouble. Not to the, where they can't win. I believe that the Lakers still have a very good chance of winning the series, but I'm worried about tonight. As good as LeBron is, as many times as he's put a team on his back, as if you're telling me you get one guy to win one game, I'm still taking LeBron sure. James. Yeah. Without Anthony Davis, the Lakers have looked really bad. Really bad. So th this is what I think makes tonight so interesting. Here's the reality. Reality is I don't think if Anthony Davis doesn't play, you're not expecting to walk away with a win tonight, are you? I'm not. No. If Anthony Davis does not play tonight. Sure, but I, but I want to I carve out a little bit of that. I, I My answer is no, but I want a but. In the but being – LeBron is the ultimate answer to every question. Put it to you this way. If you and I are on tomorrow morning and we're saying, can you believe what we just saw? LeBron James had 46 points. He had a 46-point triple-double, and they won the game. I wouldn't be that surprised. I mean, it'd be awesome. It'd be incredible to watch, but I wouldn't be blown away by it. So that, that's why I asked the question. I asked the question because it could happen. Right, LBJ can go off tonight, no question about it. He could go off tonight and have one of those games where we're all sitting back and saying, this dude at age 36, 18 years in, unbelievable that he's still doing this. He does it on the road. Lakers take game five. But I think more realistically, this game is kind of do or die for the Phoenix Suns. You have a shot, if you're Phoenix, to go up three games to two. You're playing at home. I want to say i got to look at this, Funch. Maybe if you could look this up, but I thought – the first two games for Phoenix was about 11,000 capacity. I think now it's up over 15,000, something along those lines. Real home court advantage. So real home court advantage. Um, you got the split in L.A. You don't care how you did it. You got it, right? I mean, nobody was calling into my postgame show saying, hey, Al, um, you know, Chris Paul is injured. And, and they weren't because there was no, unfortunately, in the world of sports, they're just no you cares. can have some sympathy towards it. But at the end of the day, every team's going to take advantage of the opportunity in front of them. Wouldn't you kind of look at Game 5 as a must-win for the Phoenix Suns, where for the Lakers, if Anthony Davis doesn't play tonight, 
All you got to do is hopefully by then, listen, Trav, this is me assuming that he's going to get healthy as as the series progresses, right? Woj had put out day-to-day. Yesterday, Coach Vogel said this. He's day-to-day. We'll see what happens with Anthony Davis. If AD can't go in the series or he's 50% of himself, okay, then you know what? This might just be one of those years where it just wasn't their year. And, and health ended up uh, catching up with the Lakers while the Lakers all season long were trying to stay in front of health. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance, and all the guests on the show appear via the Goodyear hotline. I, I, I'm, I don't even want to say this out loud. I, I'm a big I'm a big believer in speaking things into existence, right? That if, yep. if you if you say it out loud, it could happen. It does feel like what you just described. It does feel like one of those seasons where, not that the Lakers had a bad year, not that they did anything necessarily wrong, or somebody choked, or somebody blew it, or anything. It's just that it never really came together for them. Short off season, they come back in. LeBron looks great, and then. From that point forward, everything just kind of broke. Anthony Davis gets hurt. LeBron gets hurt. They both come back. Neither one of them look like themselves. AD throws up a clunker in game one, gets hurt in game five. LeBron is doing everything he can, but you, you tell me what you think of this, Lee. As I watch LeBron James, and he's been a little bit better game to game, but he's not LeBron James. He's not that guy that we've seen before that's like, oh, there it is. There, there's, there's flashes of it. There's moments where he gets to the hoop, where he finishes strong. We saw that alley-oop dunk that he had where he nearly hit his head on the rim. He still has those moments, but it's not like, guys, LeBron will do it. LeBron will take over. LeBron will make this happen. And the supporting cast around him just really has not solidified into that group of guys that you think, okay, KCP's going to make a shot. Caruso's going to make a shot. Morris is it, – it all feels like, I don't know, you're kind of hoping that when the ball's in the air that it's going to go down, whereas last year you kind of always expected it to go down. Well, look, let, let, let me let me kind of go back. I want to go back to Anthony Davis real quick and just specifically in game five, and I'll get into LeBron. So game five, if AD doesn't play, the point that I was referencing to and the reason why I would say that I'm not that nervous right now, I'll explain – that ultimately, at the end of the day, what it comes down to me from or comes down to in this game, I think it's a must win for the Phoenix Suns. I think the Lakers are kind of approaching this game. Let's try to play as best as we can. We got all these role players. Are they going to step up? Which is a huge question mark because we could go down the list of how many players have been inconsistent for the Lakers. Yep. LBJ can still have one of those games you're talking about. LeBron could still have one of those games tonight. But if some of these other players don't come through, if you know if Dennis Schroeder's not giving you close to 20 points, if Drummond's not 12, 14, and 10 tonight, if Kuzma keeps shooting the way he's shooting, God bless LeBron, but there's only one, there's only uh, so much that one player can do. So if they did lose tonight, Trav, you still got you still got Thursday at Staples Center, and then. All the pressure in the world sitting on the Phoenix Suns in a Game 7 with LeBron James. Uh, well, that, that Game 7, I think there's pressure on both. I, there's pressure on the Suns, like you said, for sure. For sure, there's a ton of pressure on the Suns. Number 2 true. seed at true. home. All this, but, but, but the Laker portion, that's absolutely. true. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. massive pressure on the Lakers, mm-hmm. on LeBron in particular, having never lost in the first round. We'll get to that coming up in just a little bit. Let's go to, let's go to AD very quickly. And we want to get the Laker fans' reaction to this, too. 877 uh, ESPN eight seven 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 ten ESPN um, or eight seven seven three seven six ESPN. I'll figure it out. I don't know what it is. I'm co- confused by uh, it's a long weekend, huh, Travis? Seven, long seven, weekend, absolutely. Ten ESPN. Uh, um, the AD piece, mm-hmm. and, and, and this is a tricky one to talk about because he, if he says he's hurt, I believe that he's hurt. If he has a, gro- I, I believe that he's hurt. He didn't get touched. He fell on the ground. 
doing it, and, and, and it's just it, it feels familiar, right? It feels familiar where sure. 80 goes and he winces and he's limping and he's going, and then he comes back and he's great again. And, and I don't know what the best option of all that. I mean, obviously, Anthony Davis coming back and playing great is the option. But all I can think about, Slee, is is this the future of watching Laker games? Is that every time Anthony Davis goes to the basket, you're holding your breath, hoping that he doesn't come down awkwardly, hoping that he doesn't twist an ankle or a knee or a groin or whatever it is. Because it's gotten to the point that every time he goes down, you're kind of holding your breath, waiting to see what happens next. So there's certain players. Let's use LeBron as an example. You you don't you don't think that right? Like when LeBron's playing throughout a game, you're not saying to yourself, um, LeBron just seems like for the most part he just doesn't get injured. Anthony Davis more injury prone, but I I, I have trouble, Trav, and I know a lot of people want to kind of have these topics. What do the Lakers do after this year? I mean, what if Anthony Davis is this? How it's going to be in his career? He's injury prone, and there's going to be. You know, you're going to have seasons where in an 82-game stretch he can only play 50, 60 games or whatever the case is. You know, to be honest with you, I don't really know how to react to that. I mean, players that have had very minimal injuries in their career end up, you could look at a guy like Clay Thompson, the amount of injuries that he's had over the last couple of years. Kevin Durant has had injuries that yeah, have but obviously sidelined him. But those guys' injuries shut them down for seasons. Mm-hmm. They, they, they have torn ligaments. They have ruptured Achilles. Well, and, you, and, okay, uh, so here's the question. Do you think these, – These feel more bump and bruisey sorts of things. These feel more that, – that, and, and, again, it's such a weird thing to talk about because I'm not calling the guy out. I'm really not. It just, it just feels like – these are injuries that he comes back from and always plays well immediately thereafter. So I, I just that idea of grinding through it, I'm not saying that he should put himself at risk, but I just can't help but think every time he goes up for a layup, I'm not saying he gets clotheslined or tears his Achilles. I'm saying, okay, he got knocked down, now what? That, it just, it, it's a weird feeling. This, uh, I'm, I'm going to put it this way. I'll kind of set the table here. It was game four of the first round of the playoffs against the Phoenix Suns on Sunday. If you get game four, you and I talked about this. Lakers go up 3-1. Series is over. Yeah, pretty much. If Anthony Davis can't play, doesn't play in the second half, has to be something, Trav, right? Has to be enough. However you want to view Anthony Davis and if listeners are going to call in and say, you know what, this guy goes down to whatever you want to say. Anthony Davis, this is the second half of game four. You're about to wrap up. Uh, If you go up three games to one and then this Denver-Portland series could go seven games, AD's playing in that second half if he can go. That that's actually my bigger concern. My bigger concern is under in in those circumstances, uh, with kind of you could say everything on the line. AD couldn't go in the second half. That's my bigger concern because if he couldn't play in that game when the final twenty four minutes, then it must have been something more serious than maybe we're leading on to. And that's the scariest part of all, right? Is that it's something that he just cannot come back from in any sort of short time period, right? It would never, never mind tonight or Thursday mm-hmm. night or over the weekend in a Game 7 situation, but what if it's just not there, and what does it mean beyond the first round if, in fact, he's not ready to go? All right, here's the number one reason that the Lakers need to win the first round. It's the number one reason that no one's talking about. We'll come back. We'll do that next. It's Travis and Slee. Don't forget, we're giving away tickets later on today. Make sure you're listening all day. Tickets to Game 6 at Staples Center. And let's just put it right out there, Slee. The straight talk from the weekend. What is the best thing you ate this weekend? 
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. It's a, it's a very it's a very eating centric holiday, right? Yeah. Memorial Day. We remember everybody that uh, that served and unfortunately passed, but mm-hmm. a lot of eating going on as well. Number one thing was I had on Friday after. Is that, I think that's the one I sent you a photo of. I went to a place here in Pasadena called Mercado. And okay. they make just this ridiculous carne asada. They use those blue corn tortillas. Got some those guacamole on the side. I know you're not a that guac fan. Uh, no, that's on the some... side's fine. <laughs> I just throw that in there as if uh, as if you've proclaimed you're not a guac guy. Um, <laughs> that's Funches. Yeah, that's yeah, right. I'm not that's, the guac guy. That's Funches. Yeah. Got, the, uh, got the chips and guac prior. You know, so that, that might be the best meal that I had, even though I had some other good meals, but too much eating out, to be honest with you. I spent a lot of okay. eating out this weekend. No such thing, and the correct answer was the uh, fried chicken sandwich that I had on Saturday afternoon while consuming consu- – consuming – I can't even talk today – consuming a uh, flight of craft beers. So that was uh, that was a good deal. That was uh, not a bad way to do it. All right, let's do this. 877-710-ESPN. I remembered the phone number this time. 877-710-3776. We're talking about the Lakers and the Suns. What happens tonight? What happened over the weekend? Let's start in Irvine with Nick. Nick, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's going on? Let me just state the obvious to anyone who's been following the Lakers for the past 50 years. Uh, AD is soft. He cannot play hurt. He needs to learn how to play hurt, which LeBron is doing. And, oh, by the way, he's learning that as he's playing hurt and he's changing his game, he's still the best player on the court. We don't need AD to be the best. We just need him to be 50%. If he has a groin, that's an injury that kept Magic out of the finals. You remember way back when, after Scott went down and Magic went down, that was that. Okay. But to me, he he seems like he has, you know, this is a guy who, until a junior in high school, was playing point guard, and you can see it, and then he grew six feet. And, you know, now he's a seven-footer <laughs> who can shoot threes and fadeaways, but we need him to play at the rim. If AD so, but, but, plays but Nick, 50% Nick, Nick. at the rim, mm-hmm. the Lakers can win. If he plays 50% at the rim, I don't mean 50% of the time. I mean all of the time, but 50% of himself. So if we get 50% out of him, we're going to win. Appreciate you calling in. Appreciate you calling in, Nick. Uh, let, let me just say, this is the only thing I got with that, Trav. You can't yeah. say – by the way, you could say, okay, he's got to play more in the paint. He's got to be more aggressive. Uh, but you can't say AD is soft and then in the same sense say, well, but that groin injury, that kept Magic out of the NBA Finals. I mean, you're basically justifying why he's out right now, which I am as well. I mean, the guy – Anthony Davis is not going to play – in the second half of game four, a chance to go up three games to one uh, if he's feeling okay, if he thinks he can go. The dude left the arena um, and, and didn't even do any of the half – or I'm sorry, the uh, post-game yeah. conversation specifically because, Trev, this was obviously uh, an injury that, okay, let's get treatment on this thing right away if he can go in any of these last three games. 
Yeah, look, I, there's this is an old adage. This isn't my thing, but I think it's true. There's a difference between being hurt and being injured, right? Being hurt means this hurts when I run. This hurts when I jump. This hurts when I cut, but I'm going to go out there and do it anyway. Mm-hmm. And then there's injured, which means I can't run. I can't jump. I can't cut. That's different. I, I'm assuming, and I think it's a pretty safe assumption, that AD is injured. Right, that he's he's injured. This isn't oh, this hurts when I do this. This is I can't do this because I don't think that Anthony Davis would do anything other than go out. So there why? And play so why would could. we question that? Like I'm, because that, he's that's down my on the curiosity. ground all the time because he's done this before over and over and over again. The guy that gets knocked over, the guy that limps to the side, and then comes out and gets thirty. You can only do it so many times before somebody says, okay, is this another one of those times? Because he's so good. Because he can have those moments where he's wincing and rolling around, and then he comes back and he's the best player on the court, when it happens again, I don't think it's unreasonable for people to go, is this another one of those times? I'm not saying that it is. Mm -hmm. I'm saying that the question itself seems reasonable to me. The question itself of whether or not he can muscle through this, I think is just a result of having muscled through it before, having gone through it and and done it before. Here's the part, though, Slee, that I think is super important, and he mentioned it, Nick mentioned it a little bit in the minute ago, and you mentioned this to me about the postgame show on Sunday after the Lakers lost. You know it's coming. You, you know what's coming. If the Lakers, for somehow, some way, do not advance out of this first round, and I still believe that they will, it's going to be on LeBron James, even though it's not. The criticism, well, LeBron lost in the first round. He couldn't even beat the Phoenix Suns. First of all, Lakers are a seven. The Suns are a two. So it's not the other way around. It's not a two versus seven. His number one running mate has been a shadow of himself in one game, didn't play half of another game, and yet this is all going to land on LeBron. And for no other reason than I want the Lakers to win is I don't want to have that ridiculous conversation. I uh, post game show like you just mentioned. There are people saying, "You know, LeBron should have took over in that uh, in that second half. Uh, if he wants to be considered the goat, he's got to do this. He's got to do that." Okay, blah blah blah. I guess, Trav, this is a good question. We can throw this out to Laker fans. Can can LeBron win two of the final three games in this series to advance to the second round? Because let's just say hypothetically, Anthony Davis doesn't go tonight, and let's say AD does come back in Game Six, but he's not himself. You know, he's just. Uh, uh, he's kind of there almost the way Chris Paul was. Chris Paul, for games two and three, he was playing. He just was no impact on the yeah, game. Yeah, he right? didn't have an impact on the yeah, game. Yeah, and, and game three or game four, he finally uh, had an impact. Can AD do it, or can, can LeBron do this on his own? Can he carry the Lakers on his own with obviously the rest of these role players? Whether, whether there's going to be people put, pointing the, you know, the blame or the finger on LeBron James, maybe it happens, maybe it doesn't. I just think it's one of the... I think it's a very lazy argument to have. Like, I think people who try to make a case that LeBron is, hey, this is on LeBron. You know what? LeBron didn't do his part. If LeBron uh, couldn't get past the Phoenix Suns in the first round, I, I, to be honest with you, some of that conversation, I almost feel like it's not worth the uh, the effort to give, uh, to give any fuel to it. Yeah, the only way that this would have been LeBron's quote-unquote fault would be if AD was at 100% scoring 30 a game that the, the the supporting cast was lights out, and LeBron was out there getting 10 points a game, turning it over load. 10 times, and just and clearly the guy that cost them the series. Other than that, this isn't on LeBron. Let's try another one here. Let's go to Whittier and Caesar. Caesar, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up? Hey, guys. Thanks for having a local radio back at uh, 9 a.m. Really appreciate yeah, it. it. Um, so this, <laughs> this game is and will be LeBron's 
legacy for this season. He's never mentioned it, but until last post game, he said, put this team on my shoulders. And I think if we do lose this first round, it will be on LeBron. So I've never doubted LeBron. I've always believed what he said. And he says he has the team on his back. So I'm not worried. If come tomorrow we lose and LeBron looks like crap, then unfortunately it will be on him. Why? No, no, Caesar. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not being confrontational. I'm curious. Why, if the Lakers lose tonight with Anthony Davis nursing an injury, with the rest of the supporting cast being mediocre, why is that LeBron's fault? Let's this say LeBron a- goes out there and scores 28 points, has a 28-point triple-double. How is that his fault? Well, because this is the first time he said all season that, that I'm going to carry this team. Because he's always had AD. He's always had that support where, hey, if things aren't going my way, let me pass, uh, pass to AD. Well, this is the first time he's verbally said it to the media that this is on me. So that's why I'm saying it's LeBron's fault, even if he has a triple double. It's just it's just going to be on it's just going to be on him. Yeah, thanks, Caesar. Appreciate the phone call. I I, I don't see it like that at all. I I, I just Slee, I just if he goes out there and lays an egg, we can have the conversation. But short of the Dallas to. series a few years ago, I've never really seen LeBron lay an egg in these situations. You know, it's funny. I, I actually think. Let's think about uh, tonight as a, as a perfect example. Um, th- this is If Lakers are going to win without Anthony Davis, which this is going to be an incredibly difficult game. Like I said, look, this is, this is everything for the Phoenix Suns. If you lost game five at home without Anthony Davis or AD can't go uh, and you're the Phoenix Suns, you're not winning the series, and that's on you. Um, and it will take, uh, you know, obviously a ton from this entire Lakers roster, especially from LeBron James. But explain to me, Trav, how they win this game if if LeBron gives you – LeBron had 23 points in the last game. Do you know who's the second leading scorer? Is it Schroeder? Marcus Gasol had 12. Mm. Okay. That's the second leading scorer was Marcus Gasol. He's LeBron, been good, by the way. Le, LeBron led the Lakers with 12 rebounds. So Drummond had 10. He had 12. LeBron had twice the amount of assists of the second get, uh, best – you know, there was a few guys tied with three. LeBron had six assists. The reason why I bring that up is if these other dudes don't show up, you know you know who we have not been talking about for this first round of the playoffs? You know who we haven't been talking about? Anybody other than LeBron and Anthony Davis. <laughs> Everybody's got a free pass. Everybody's got a free pass. Think about that. From Coos to Schroeder to Montrez to Andre Drummond, go down the list. Everybody's got a free pass. Tonight, there is no free pass if Anthony Davis doesn't play. All right, so whose free pass are we revoking first? That's the question. Just saw something on uh, SportsCenter right now. I'm watching okay. SportsCenter sleep. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. And they're doing a story about Naomi Osaka. And that's not the point of what I'm getting into. We may get to her a little bit later on. But they just put up a tweet uh, in support of Osaka's decision to withdraw from the French Open from Martina Navratilova. Do you know what Martina Navratilova's Twitter handle is? And it, it's don't overthink it. It's pretty simple. At Martina Navratilona. At Martina. Do you know how big of a deal you need to be to just have your Twitter handle be your first name and nothing else? Mm. 
You know what I mean? Like if you were if you were just at Allen, that's pretty cool, right? That, that of all the Allens, I got the one. Or at Travis, that would be. I am just so incredibly blown away by her juice to have just at Martina is her Twitter and like at Larry or at Bill or Bob or Jen or whatever it is. It's awesome. Send uh, send an email to ESPN corporate. We still have that one about <laughs> if we can use certain curse words. Right. That one I'm still waiting uh, on and just see if they can make some magic happen for you. T. <laughs> Absolutely. All oh, right. wait, wait, so, wait, wait, Trav. I got yeah. a quick story for you. Oh, hit me. Trav, what time or how, how many are you a five time national appearance on the Keyshawn J. Will Zubin. Yes. We got five. you a five time. Uh-huh. And by the way, you're doing hits the entire time there. Trav, I'd like to make an announcement. You are now talking to a one time. Oh, national. Yeah. Radio hit of the Keyshawn J. Will Zubin. Granted, I- it was on Memorial Day. <laughs> Granted, there were okay. a couple subs in. There were a couple Hold on. Subs that was my next in. question. Was Keyshawn there? Key was not there. Key was the Jay Will off. there? Jay Will was also uh, had the day off. <laughs> a couple guys had was, the day off. Was Han there? Han was not there either. <laughs> I am taking the one-time national appearance. Uh, I just had to kind of throw that in there. Do you remember Did who? They, do I remember what? Who? Like who was on the show? Uh, yes. Um... Bob, We're not looking it up. Well, I'm looking back here because I'm I'm trying to get the second name. Uh, Bob was the first guy. Bob, Bob was shoes in. Was, was shoes in. Yeah, I know and then Bob. I'm trying to think. Uh, Graziano was the uh, oh, second oh guy. okay. Yeah, great go. football, great football guy. There. I'll give you half credit for that because while it was the show, it wasn't with the guys. So you get you're at point five. I'm at five, and you're at point five. The fact that I'm on the scorecard is just fantastic. I'll take a point five any day. <laughs> yeah, you're in their books, right? They can never. <laughs> it's like getting one at bat in the major leagues. You can say <laughs> what you want. I got to go step in the batter's box. Speaking of stepping up. Who tonight, Slee? Can't be LeBron. AD, probably not going to play. We'll mm-hmm. see. But if you said tonight's the night for blank to have the night, who is it? I- I'm going to throw uh, I'm gonna throw Andre Drummond in this. And nice. I'll, I'll tell you why. Because I-, I think Dennis Schroeder will have a good night. I think other players. But, the hey, if Anthony Davis isn't there, can Andre Drummond be a percentage of what he used to be back in the days with the Pistons? Or Can he get you 14 and 12? And I think if he could just hold his own. By the way, Aiton is – arguably been the most consistent player in the series. He's been unbelievable, more consistent Agreed. even than Devin Booker. Agreed. Um, so if he can just play up to par with what Aiton is, maybe that gives the Lakers a chance. I'll, I'll go Drummond. That's a good answer. I, I think I'm going to go Schroeder because in the two games they've won, he's been really, really sure. good. In the two games they've lost, he has not. So mm-hmm. hopefully Dennis Schroeder has some shots. And he, when he gets to the bucket is when he really gets going. It's it. Don't get me wrong about what I'm about to say, but it's a little bit like LeBron. LeBron can you can tell LeBron's about to go crazy when he's getting to the bucket at will, and Schroeder you can tell that he's about to have one of those nights where he's getting some some good looks because he's attacking the basket early. All right, let's go back to the phones eight seven 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 ten ESPN. Let's go to Santa Ana and Enrique. Enrique, you're on with Travis and Slee. How you doing? Hey, what's up, Travis? What's up, Sliwa? Um, I just wanted to call in this morning. You know, I appreciate you guys on early birdie style. Um, but I want to tell Lake Nation to relax. You know, we got LeBron, big shoulder James on our team. And um, like he said, he's built for these types of scenarios. You know, he's never lost in the first round. He's coming out of injury, but I think he's, he's looking better. He's, he's getting stronger. Um, 
we just need him to, to, to take over, you know. And, and as far as the um, who needs to step up, I'll give you a stratified list. I think in my order, I think Schroeder needs to have a big game, 25 points and, and cut the, the turnovers down. Then I think it's Kuzma. Kuzma needs to have like an all-around game. You know, he might have to do a little everything. And then at the tail end, I think it's, it's like you guys mentioned, uh, Drummond. Big Dre needs to have a throwback game. You know, give us a double-double. Um, but LeBron got this. Everybody needs to calm down because LeBron got this. Yeah, I, I hope so. Thanks for the call, Enrique. I appreciate that. Number one for introducing the word uh, stratified to the radio audience. I had to go to my uh, Googler real quick to make sure I understood what that means. And Enrique used it correctly, so good for you. Yeah, I, I – I, I know that LeBron is made for this. I know that he's done it over and over and over again. And like he said, the, the, a LeBron James playoff team has never lost in the first round of the playoffs. Never. That's remarkably impressive because it, it, it happens, right? You're going to have a bad matchup. You're going to have a bad series. And so far, that hasn't happened. But there's the flip side of that coin, Slee, is this just isn't they're getting beat. They're getting beat because of things that they can't fix. They're getting beat because – Guys are busted up. Anthony Davis is hurt. LeBron James is hurt. I know that he gets a little better game to game, but he, but LeBron hasn't looked like himself really. So this isn't maximum LeBron. This is injured LeBron, year 18, without his second-best player, without a supporting cast that's really been consistently stepping up. There are some extenuating circumstances here. You know, he, he mentioned one name that neither – we didn't met. You mentioned Schroeder. I mentioned uh, Andre Drummond. Kyle Kuzma in tonight's game. I just, uh, you know, my, my – I have a difficult – there's a reason why I didn't mention his name because I'm just not sure that, you know, you're putting your eggs in Kuzma's basket to think that, oh, my gosh, this guy's going to come. He's going to get you 18 tonight. Watch out. Kuz going to get you 22 tonight. It doesn't feel right. You know what I mean? So it, I'm not saying it can't happen. Of course it can. Um, but I, I definitely hesitate to think that Kuz – uh, in a game like tonight. By the way, I hope I'm wrong. I mean, I, I I was saying this the last couple of days. I think Kuz has been too unselfish. But then in the last game, he took, I think, 12 shots, but only hit a couple of them, whatever the case is. So we'll see if uh, we'll see if that changes tonight. It's weird, isn't it? I mean, it just yeah. it, it, Kuz has been so ineffective offensively. And he does other things. It's not like he's Which is without great. value. Mm -hmm. But, you know, if you would have rewound the tape to a year or two ago and said, you know, Kyle Kuzma is going to bring you things to the court, but none of them are going to be offense, you would have thought you fell down and hit your head. Mm -hmm. It just wouldn't have made any, any sense at all. And yet – here we are. Let's try another one. Whittier this time. Curtis, Curtis, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's going on? Hey, fellas, what's happening? What's going on, Curtis? Yeah, yeah. I, I just want to say that um, I want to answer Travis's question earlier. Travis said, are we going to have to grimace every time um, Anthony goes to, to the basket or falls down? I remember one of his first things that he said at his press conference after he signed his extension. He said, well, one of the things that I signed my, uh, my contract for because of injuries. Do, do you remember he said that? that yeah, I do. First I, thing he said, mm -hmm. That's one of the first things that grabbed me. was like, oh, wait, this dude is right. So are we going to have to worry about him falling down and being always injured? I, yeah. Yeah, fella. Have a good day. Appreciate it, man. Uh, you know, Trav, it, it is uh, it, what he's referring to. He's talking about when AD signed that five-year extension. Right. Mm -hmm. The part of the reason was the security, getting that security, because you just never know. You watch other players in the league. Things can happen. We're, we've watched it. Now, there's only so many Anthony Davises in the world that I think no matter what happens, he's going to always that money's going to be sitting on the table for him. But 
Remember DeMarcus Cousins. Remember uh, there's certainly been some players. Oh, in, no, get your money, man. Get, in in <laughs> get recent history where Isaiah Thomas, I'll throw that as well. I know they're not caliber of Anthony Davis, but there were some players that thought they were going to get paid big money, and then the injury happened. Uh, so I, I think the security part is, is you know, obviously fine. The one thing I just don't question with Anthony Davis, I was listening to AD. This was before game four, and his knee was bothering him, right? He had, uh, um, he had an issue with his knee in game three, and he said, I'm not missing the game. You, they could list me as questionable. I'm playing in that game. So something always obviously seems to kind of pop up with Anthony Davis, but I, I, don't, I don't ever question for one second that AD, if he can't go, if he can go, won't go. I'm going I'm to put it as simply as I can. I'm going to hold my breath every time he hits the deck, but it's 100% worth it, right? That, that he, he is one of those guys that's on the ground a lot. He is one of those guys that gets knocked down frequently. Yep. But so what, right? I, I, look, I don't want him to get hurt, but he's, he, he's too good. You had no choice. You have to do it. You saw – look, I gave you those numbers. With him in this series, th- playing well, the two games that they've won, 34 and 11. Okay, go, go ahead. Find that somewhere else. doesn't exist, right? The two games where he's either played poorly or didn't play much, they're 0-2, and he's averaging 9-6. and six. He, he's, he's the answer to this. LeBron is the most important piece because he can do so many different things, but AD is the best piece, if you can make the distinction between those two things. And without him – you're just asking so much of LeBron, who you're already asking so much of. At some point, the answer for LeBron is going to be, I just can't give you any more. Can we throw out? Uh, can we throw out a little something here? I want, uh, obviously, all Laker fans and, and everybody listening on 710 ESPN. So make sure you're listening. We'll be giving away tickets to Lakers versus Suns Game Six this Thursday night at Staples Center. So we're going to give those those pair of tickets away. Uh, during t- uh, this morning show, and I was telling Trav, I'm like, Trav, so, you know, when do we give these away? He's like, I'll just, just kick back, relax, don't try to let me do what I do. So Travis is kind of the expert here on the radio side. I'm just promoting that we're going to give away a pair of tickets. Yep, that's exactly what's happening. That is exactly what's happening. More of your phone calls coming up, but before we do that, it's bunch of funch, bunch lunch, bunch. funch, yep. munch a tunch, or yep. whatever we're calling that yep. segment. That's coming up next. Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. So, I'm not going to lie. Chris, Chris nailed it right there, right? That usually yeah. the first day of the week is an Ask Slee Day, mm-hmm. a kind of nice way to ease into the week. But we go straight to the bunch of Funch. What do you have for us, Funch? Yo, guys. So um, so we have 100 days until that first regular season NFL game between the Cowboys and the Bucks, And I guess we'll mention some of that later. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. So we have 257 days until Super Bowl 56 at SoFi Stadium. That's right. Well, hopefully we'll all be at Mr. Travis Rogers, the pre- and post-game host for the Rams, and Les Needs Wingman, right? Halftime, too. Right? We're going to be there, too, huh? We're gonna, how long? Gonna, don't Tra- show me. How, I need Travis, four tickets, Travis. is your first quarter hit, first and third quarter hit? <laughs> 
All right. Well, hope- uh, about 45 seconds. <laughs> it went up a little bit. I like it's quick. It went it's up quick. a little bit. Go ahead, Fudge. Uh, so, so with 257 days until Super Bowl 56, give me your early prediction for the Super Bowl matchup, uh, matchup and also one out of left field prediction for the season. Trav, why don't you go first on that one? All right, I'll go first. So the the, the Super Bowl matchup, I, I'm going to be hard-pressed to pick anybody out of the AFC for a very long time that's not the Kansas City Chiefs because of Patrick Mahomes and what they got cooking. So I'll take the Chiefs on that side. Um, my heart says I want to pick the Rams. My heart says that I want to go and take the team that fixed the one problem that they had last year, and that was quarterback. My brain also tells me the same thing. The Rams had one glaring issue last year, and that was inconsistent quarterback play. If Matt Stafford plays to the ability that I think he's capable of and the ability that he's shown in Detroit, I think the Rams go to the Super Bowl. Hopefully we get a rerun of that Rams-Chief Monday night game, only this time at Super Bowl Sunday. All right, so you're going to go Rams-Chiefs, and this will be at SoFi, so you're saying a little home field advantage. So two years yep, in a row there will be some hold, home, uh, home field advantage. Okay, I'll go yep. – let me go. Uh, I'm gonna say Brady gets back to the Super Bowl again. I'm gonna say Tom Brady. Not a bad pick. He goes gets every back. Year. <laughs> He's like literally. What's the difference between Tom Brady and and LeBron? I mean, I know there's differences, but I'm saying they're there pretty much Not every much. single year. Not much. And yeah. let me go. Uh, let me go. Kind of a wild card here for the uh, for the AFC. Let me throw Buffalo in the mix. Let me, give, let me give the Buffalo Bills a, a shot Not at bad. this of, of getting there. So I'll go Buffalo, and I'll go uh, Tampa in the uh, Super Bowl. Okay, guys, one crazy left My field wife. prediction. You ready? Yeah. I, this is a good one, too, because it's it's crazy and it's a left field, but it's not totally impossible. Jared Goff leads the Detroit Lions to the playoffs. Wow. Interesting. That wow. division is kind of weird. Minnesota's kind of all over the place. The mm-hmm. Packers have all sorts of problems with Aaron Rodgers, and the Bears always stink. So you're saying I should run the to Lions Vegas right go now. The Lions playoffs with Jared Goff as their quarterback. So you're saying I should run to Vegas <laughs> right now and put the Bear or the Lions winning the division. Eh, 10 bucks. <laughs> okay, I'll say this for my – I don't know if this is wild or not, but uh, I'm just going to throw this team in. Um, every conversation last season was about uh, uh, Belichick and the Patriots and then seeing the success that Tom Brady was having with Tampa. I'm saying Patriots get back into the, uh, get back into the mix here and are back into, uh, into the playoffs. Yeah, so you I'll and, go with that. You I'll and Keyshawn really think – you guys really believe in the Patriots and Cam Newton, don't you? No, I, Guys, I, I you by the way, it's, it's more in Belichick than about, <laughs> You guys need to find somebody that cares about you the way that Keyshawn cares about Cam Newton. <laughs> You're right, it's exactly. Like it's his long lost brother. <laughs> exactly, I've, man. I've never seen anything like that before. All right, yeah. we're, we're going to the next one. So, by the way, by the way, yeah. Funch, so it's 100 days today. Yeah, 100 playing. days from wow. today will okay. be that Thursday night football game to kick off the regular season. Okay, what else we got? All right, so Raising Cane founder Todd Graves did an interview with BroBible.com where he talked about Shaq back in the day, Shaq's pregame meal order with Raising Cane's. You guys like Raising Cane's? Do you have a Raising Cane's out there by your house? Yeah, it's good. I have not eaten there. Okay. All right, well, anyway, um, the owner, their business partner right right now, Todd Graves and Shaq, and and Shaq's pregame meal order would be uh, like seven chicken fingers, fries, coleslaw, and toast. (laughs) But not just one piece of toast, guys. Not two, not three, but 17 pieces of toast. 
What? Trav doesn't like stop for a second. Trav, Trav, Trav you didn't even right? hesitate. Trav, you didn't even hesitate. He says, 17. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I see where you're going there. Oh, so, and there's also stories of Shaq tackling, you know, huge turkey sandwiches with extra mayo and two pineapple sodas during this is the pregame. This is before a game? Yeah, this is before. I'm guessing this is the Orlando days, too, because I'm, I'm guessing when he came. Is anybody to, surprised? <laughs> Did anybody see Shaq at various points in his career? That his I'm sure. I'm the sure. Way, the media is always in there. I, I don't think that was Orlando days. I think that was, yeah. like, probably Boston <laughs> right, I think that was later in his career. Yeah, Boston, Phoenix, Cleveland. <laughs> All right, guys, I know you're far from pro athletes, but what's your pre-show meal for you guys? Uh, I do Sleep? 11 egg whites. Um, I do uh, <laughs> green smoothie, and I do uh, 60 sit-ups. What do you do, Trev? <laughs> Well, this may not come as a, uh, a big surprise to people that have seen me or spent any time with me. My eating habits are not great. And one of the things that I do terribly is I really don't eat very much until after the show. And then I eat like a wild animal that's been yeah, released yeah. from a yeah. cage that I eat er- er- everything in sight. So usually pregame is uh, a little bit of coffee and maybe some toast. And that's about it. And then at 1101, that's when the sandwiches and the burritos start happening. That's when you're eating a 24-inch sub that you have in your refrigerator, right? Here, here's <laughs> Those are pretty good, too. That Shaq eats 17 pieces of Texas toast is the least surprising thing I've ever heard. Yeah, I, by the way, Trav, I'm with you on the I don't do much breakfast, and uh, I've already talked about, like, let's just use it as an example. Tonight, Lakers have game five. So I'll probably get home maybe around midnight, a little bit after midnight, that all of a sudden becomes the most important meal of the day for me. It becomes when you're supposed to be just going to bed and have something light and drink some water. I uh, I, I kind of save all my calories for a uh, 1230, uh, uh, I guess you could say, Thanksgiving dinner in, in June. That's the worst thing you should do. Uh, Funches, I think that's up for yep. debate. I mean, that's, I the that's, radio, that's the radio diet, too. That's your that's opinion. A, a lot of okay, people don't know that, but that's the radio that's diet. A, that's a radio thing, and that's a late-night thing, and they're both wonderful. That's why most so of us in the radio business like look the same body do you guys, wise. Do you guys remember um, there, was, uh, there was an article? You guys remember that a couple years ago, Baxter Holmes put out an article for ESPN, and it was all these different – I guess the PB&J you know, PB is like the san- – that's what a lot of these guys eat before games. Shaq obviously went to a different level. And I don't know how many different, like, versions of PB&J that he put out there, but I was I was remembering that article. It was like here, – here was Baxter finding a story. It's such a unique idea, but what people eat before games, and it was all these different versions of PB&J. So, Trav, if we could take any notes before a show, we should probably have a PB&J. So very quickly, and then we'll move on. Lee, you know this. When I was doing the Laker pregame show, it was like, oh, you know, you get to go to all the Laker games. That's great. Oh, you get a pretty good seat. Yeah, that's great, too. The number one advantage of being a part of the Laker pregame show is that you get to go into the pregame or the, the media center, and they have those Uncrustables in the refrigerator, and they're glorious. Next. Love those Uncrustables, man. I have a, I think I have <laughs> a Costco box of Uncrustables in my freezer right now. I always look down. I always look down on those who were grabbing the Uncrustables. <laughs> Then I'm down on the ground because I took more than one. (laughs) All right, guys, last story. Now, this is an interesting story from Reddit. Don't know where it happened, assuming it happened in the U.S., but a guy took a girl on a first date, and when the bill came, 
he went and impressed that date by tipping their waitress a hundred dollars. And I think it, the the bill was like maybe eighty dollars or something, you know. Mm-hmm. But when his girl went to the bathroom, the guy went back to the waitress and said, "This mark the tip down to twenty bucks, hun. I was just playing it up for my date. You'll understand." Now to show up this oh, dummy smooth. on his date. Yeah, that's smooth. <laughs> now that to show up like, to show up this like dummy a, on a his keeper. date. Go ahead, go ahead, go down. No, I was gonna say that sounds like a keeper. Go ahead, keep going. <laughs> but to show up this dummy on his date, the waitress said, "Sir, we amended your tip from a hundred dollars down to twenty dollars as you requested, but you'll actually need to fill out a different receipt reflecting your new total <laughs> on our records." And she said it out loud as his date was walking out the bathroom. <laughs> Now, uh, with that story in mind, what's the most embarrassing thing you guys ever did on a date? I got one, Trev. Can we go first on this one? Okay, sure. first of all, let, let me just say this. Fellas, you don't have to try to impress somebody. I mean, by the way, what are the standards that you're setting? If your bill's 80 <laughs> bucks and you're leaving a $100 tip, what's going to happen the rest of the meals that you go share with this young lady? Like, that's not a good idea. You're leaving the worst example possible because now the expectation is going to be there. That's number one. Number two, Chad, have you ever done this? This is an embarrassing one. The answer one. is no because I've never – I haven't been on a date in 30 years, but go ahead. <laughs> okay, this is an embarrassing one. And I listen, if, I, if, if I'm taking you out, we're going to go for dinner or drinks or whatever <laughs> in case. I'm going to pay for the meal. Like that's – there's sure. no, hey, let's row shampoo. <laughs> let's, uh, let's, let's uh, split this thing up. That's not going to happen. 100% have forgot my credit card. 100% have <laughs> forgot my credit card. That's you're the worst like, feeling. That's the worst like feeling, by the way. Mark Ratner from Fast Times where he forgets his wallet. <laughs> did you at least have, like, some cash on you? What did, what did you do? Uh, no, I just forgot my wallet. I mean, I'll, I'll Venmo you whatever you need, but it, it's, uh, it's, <laughs> it's the worst. It's the worst feeling in the world. You know what I mean? It's like it, how do you go anywhere and you don't have your credit card with you? So that's probably my worst one. That's not, I, I can't get too much. Too, Detail-oriented in mind. Let's just say that early on, I spent the majority of the time not at the table conversing and getting to know, but rather uh, I was indisposed with some stomach issues. That I, so I was gone most of the time. So that that's not uh, that's not great. I mean, it happens. All the, all human bodies work. Didn't the same this happen way. in Dumb and Dumber? <laughs> it wasn't quite like that, but it was it was in the neighborhood. You could see the house from there. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's not great. It, it, uh, it's the way that it goes. Thanks, Funch. All right. So, we talked a lot about the Lakers. They're in a 2-2 dogfight. The other series here in town is also 2-2, and something very, very interesting happened over the weekend. Slee and I will tell you what it is. That's coming up next. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN.